Hi, folks. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Jesse Coe, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day it is that y'all are up to. I appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time each day. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast with others, I am immensely grateful and humbled. Uh, we just had the best month that we've had in the podcast, and we look like we're about to have the best single week that we've had for the podcast. So uh, it, it has to absolutely do with God first, uh, right? Even if the podcast suddenly dies tomorrow, it's still God. And then second to that, it has to do with y'all continuing to share the podcast with others. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful and humbled by that. So those aren't enough words, but I'll leave it with that. We're going to go for one of our little walks today. Uh, I don't have anybody out here with me today. We got nobody, no dogs, no cats. You can hear the birds in the background a little bit. The guineas are irritated about something, but Lord, they're always irritated about something. And, oh, I did, so our girls go out and pick the garden each day. About all we have left right now are, at this point, I mean, that's actually producing our tomatoes, maybe a couple cantaloupes. And uh, the middle one drew the short straw today and so went out and comes back in just breathless, absolutely. Uh, Big old wide eyes. I am... Daddy, I am not going back out there. I said, okay, all right. You know, what's, what's wrong? I was, I was, I was picking and there were all these weeds and, and I almost stepped on this, this big, huge black snake. It was huge. Daddy, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going. All right, all right. <laughs> so apparently she said, you gotta cut those weeds down. So apparently I have some work to do today at some point. Not that I don't anyway. Thought that might amuse y'all. So, We'll get going. We're going to talk about a subject uh, that I picked up from my pastor weeks ago and wrote a little note down and it just seemed to be the right time to do it for whatever reason. And I'm going to paraphrase, but kind of the summation is, which y'all have heard often, he said, we are what we eat, you know, what we consume, what we take in. and I'm going to come back to this at the end of the podcast again, folks. This is kind of a sidetrack real quick, hopefully real quick. But I wanted to make sure I mentioned it because I talk about how often I think that we have a fight coming, and and I do. But I want to make sure that there is another option that I see pretty clearly, and and I think quite a few of you all probably do too, and that is that we don't get into a fight and we just keep on going toward the old USSR or communist China, you know, the cultural revolution, or even Nazi Germany to a certain, you know, some socialist communist country. And, and we take that path. And, and so really, though, of course, that just delays the fight down the road um, for a period of poverty and tyranny and oppression and cruelty, uh, torture, etc. But what we will never do, folks, is, is and, and history shows this time and time again, we're not going to stay here. So this idea of getting back to normal that you hear so often across culture, 
it's not going to happen. And we need to go ahead and get that out of our heads. We're, we're not going to stay. There's no stagnation. We had a period of, you know, really relatively peace and luxury earned by those that came before us. And we've been kind of enjoying that, although we forget we've been in the middle of a war for the last two decades. But the point is, if we don't go to a fight, we're going to go this other route, which is is even worse and darker, folks. Uh, there is still the possibility of turning this thing around and waking up our own, but we just don't seem to want to do that at all. And for whatever reason, that got put on my mind and my heart this morning, and I just wanted to clarify that. So hopefully that does. Y'all always, if you have questions or comments, just send them to me, and I'll try and address them the best I can. So let's get back to this. We are what we eat. So I'm going to run through a few Bible verses, some that I picked up, some that my pastor talked about at this point, because this is a huge deal, folks. I talked about this earlier this week about raising uh, sons and daughters to be husbands and wives. And we do a horrible job of that, and we talk about that. A big chunk of that has to do with what we as adults, and the kids too, this applies to, Lord knows this applies to our, our teenagers uh, and our college, young college age, but it applies to the adults, it applies to all of us. This is Matthew 15 and 11, and this is Jesus speaking. It is not what enters into the mouth that defiles a man. But what proceeds out of the mouth, this defiles the man. <clears throat> this is Matthew 15, verses 18 through 19. But the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and those defile the man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and slanders. These are the things which defile the man. Luke chapter 11, verses 34 through 36. The eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is clear, your whole body also is full of light. But when it is bad, your body also is full of darkness. Then watch out that the light in you is not darkness. If, therefore, your whole body is full of light with no dark part in it, it will be wholly illumined as when the lamp illumines you with its rays. 1 Corinthians 15 through 33. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. And then one more. This is Proverbs 4:23. This has been one of my favorites for a while. Not that that should matter. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. So what God is saying here, what Jesus is talking about time and time again is, it's not, it's not the stuff that we take in. He was talking about food, right? Because there was this big argument between uh, Jews and, and his followers at that moment. And he was trying to convince them, look, it's, it's not the stuff, the physical stuff that you take in, right? It, it's the, the spiritual, the mental, the emotional stuff. Because what it does, when you take that in, it, it transforms your heart, folks. And then everything you do, springs forth, right? Like the proverb at the end, for out of your heart spring the issues of life. Everything you do as an adult, or I shouldn't have said as an adult, as a person, 
whether you're talking about uh, your kid at school or, or a kid at school, if you're a young person, because I know I've got some of y'all listening, uh, what you do at school, high school, what you do in college, what you do in your marriage, what you do in your business relationship, everything you do springs out of your heart, right? So it's it makes a huge difference, and we have pretended for decades now that it doesn't. It makes a huge difference what we take in. If we're constantly watching things or reading things or listening to things that that put immoral ideas, evil thoughts into our head. And you can run the gamut, folks. I mean, just look at culture today. Look at the kind of music we have. Look at the kind of movies that we get predominantly. Even look at the literature, if you can call it that, that we get predominantly. And it's gotten younger and younger. You see this huge push to completely indoctrinate. There's been a push for decades from the left to indoctrinate our children into the bigotry taken along the lines of like affirmative action, critical race theory, things like that. And and you've seen them now really start to push the sexual agenda, the LGBTQ, everything along those lines. And so when we take this stuff in, you know, uh, Disney's a perfect example now. Disney has gone so, so far off the rails, right? But even even books and companies, publishers that you really used to think of, recording artists, that's been pretty bad for a while now, for decades. But And there's a great quote, and I didn't pull it up, it's by Reagan, and I should have. And Reagan talks about how it used to be that culture reinforced the values and the morals of the United States. But somewhere around the 60s, I think it's from his farewell address. And Lord, I'm so disappointed I don't have that right now. Uh, but you can go look it up. I'm pretty sure it's from the end of his farewell address. So that would have been like 89, right? Some of y'all can correct me. And at the end, he talks about how uh, culture used to defend American values, used to, whether you're talking about professional athletes, college athletes, whether you're talking about music or literature or plays or movies, whatever it is. But at some point it stopped and we became this culture where more and more parents, he's really addressing the parents at the end of the speech. Well, no, he's actually addressing the kids, but he's talking about the parents to the kids and he's saying, look, you need to go home. And I think he actually says, you know, like hammer your parents about this. Because the parents have have kind of this laissez-faire attitude, you know, live and let live, this lukewarm attitude that we've talked about on this podcast. The parents don't really care anymore, and we're not really sure that America is this great place to live, right? And so we've become this nation that has these attitudes where, and I got somebody coming down the driveway. We'll see who this is. Give me one second. So, my father. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, the people that realize how often I do this podcast, they come in, and he immediately was like, well, do I need to come back? Because he's coming to steal me to go do a little work. But no. So, we'll finish. We'll finish our walk. The point is, folks, we've got a horrible attitude today about morals and virtues and character uh, children are being attacked by every angle of culture and education, particularly public education, but just Nickelodeon, Disney, Scholastic, it doesn't matter, Amazon, Hulu, 
any kind. I don't even know any music labels off the top of my head, folks, but they're just getting hammered across the board. And and we as parents have really, for decades, we've kind of had this, like, lukewarm, oh, it'll turn out all right, you know. We care, we care. You know, I said this a while ago, we don't really care, and I'm sure some of y'all picked up on that and got kind of fired up about that. Don't tell me I don't care about my kids. I care about my kids, right? Well, that's the same thing as I talk about so often with marriages. If we say that we want the strong faith with God, right, or we say that we really love our spouse, or we say we love our children in this case, but our actions don't back it up, folks. If we're not spending time and really making them a priority with our actions, then it's it's all, as we say in the Marine Corps, it's all bravo steroids. It's absolutely not true. And 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 you should be ashamed of yourself if you're not willing to admit that internally. Uh, absolutely. Some of y'all are going to get mad at me, sure. And I'm talking to myself here too, folks. But if we're if we're going to pretend that we care about God and our spouse and our children and our country, well, then we ought to admit that we're just pretending. And if we really do care, then we've got to fundamentally start to alter the way we live and interact with the world. So what I did is I pulled a few quotes about character from our founders, and I'm going to run through them. I think y'all will be kind of fascinated, at least I was, by a number of these. So this is George Washington, first president. Good moral character is the first essential in a man, and that the habits contracted at your age are generally indelible, and your conduct here may stamp your character through life. It is therefore highly important that you should endeavor not only to be learned, but virtuous. I think he was speaking to a young uh, nephew or cousin or, or something along those lines. He was speaking to a younger person. So, and he was saying that, you know, the values we pick up there, they're with us forever. Benjamin Franklin, I pronounce it as certain that there never yet was a truly great man that was not at the same time truly virtuous. Absolutely believe that. George Washington again. I now make it my earnest prayer that God would have you and the state over which you preside in his holy protection, that he would incline the hearts of the citizens to cultivate a spirit of subordination and obedience to government, to entertain a brotherly affection and love for one another, for their fellow citizens of the United States at large, and particularly for their brethren who have served in the field. And finally, that he would most graciously be pleased to dispose us all to do justice, to love mercy, and to demean ourselves with that character, humility, and specific temper of mind, which were the characteristics of the divine author of our blessed religion. And without a humble imitation of whose example in these things, we can never be a happy nation. The uh, do justice, love mercy, and then he kind of says walk humbly in a different state. That's a directly out of the Bible, Micah, can't remember the verse right now. So just a little side note here, Washington's talking about Christianity, and he's saying that's our religion, and God the Father of Jesus Christ. So yet again, just even in this simple discussion, we're a Christian republic, folks. Our founders acknowledge that the lie today has been sold for the last century by the left. It's a complete lie. It's not true. It's not based on historical fact. And 
And it was done either out of gross ignorance, especially that 47 decision, or out of gross malevolence. And there's simply no coexistence or reconciliation between uh, those two sides of the coin, folks. Where'd we go? Washington, again, uh, associate yourself with men of good quality if you esteem your own reputation, for it is better to be alone than in bad company. That goes back to the Bible verse we read uh, from 1 Corinthians, do not be deceived, bad company corrupts good morals. You know, it's interesting to me. Uh, I cannot remember, I think, but Washington for sure. Why did everybody admire him so much? Even his own generation, because of his character, folks, because of his character. Governor Morris, New York, religion is the only solid basis of good morals. Therefore, education should teach the precepts of religion and the duties of man toward God. So yet again, we're, we're not the secular random deist nation. We are absolutely a Christian republic and our founders, they wanted this to be taught. They knew it had to be taught to children. John Adams, it should be your care, therefore, and mine to elevate the minds of our children and exalt their courage to accelerate and animate their industry and activity, to excite in them a habitual contempt of meanness, abhorrence of injustice and inhumanity, and an ambition to excel in every capacity, faculty, and virtue. If we suffer their minds to grovel and creep in infancy, they will grovel all their lives. Again and again, folks, from our founders to God's word, if we don't look to God and Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, as the center of our personal lives and our nation, doesn't mean you have to be a Christian to be an American, but if we don't have people, regardless of their personal faith, that follow those commands and teachings laid out by God in the Bible and Jesus Christ, His Son, uh, we can't hold. This republic can't survive. And especially, again, going back to education again and again, if we're not teaching our children these morals, these virtues, as our founders repeatedly, I mean, that was a wide range of them, right? Washington, Franklin, Adams, Governor Morris, and there were a ton more folks. I, I just picked a few. That was, by the way, I need to go back and do this before I forget. Uh, that was, a lot of these were pulled from the Founding Fathers, quotes, quips, and speeches by Gordon Linder, Lindner, I believe. Great little book, very small, but wonderful little reference. At any rate, if we don't start to turn back and, and really focus on this, we're going to end up in a fight or we're going to end up in the USSR. Those are our two options, folks. That's it. Uh, yeah, there's all things are possible with God, but we have got to wake up, and, and it really has to be with what we take in because what we take in dictates how we act individually in every category, uh, really particularly with our spouses and our children, uh, and then, of course, most of all, our relationship with God. Thank you all again, folks. Uh, just I'm, I'm so excited. I wanted to mention it one more time. Thank you all for making last month the best month we have had um, by a decent bit. Thank you all for making this last week uh, so good as far as uh, downloads of the podcast and shares. I'm incredibly grateful. God bless you all. I hope this helps. I hope it helps our country just a little bit. God bless your families. 
God bless America, and we will talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it as always, folks.